So welcome to another bonus edition of the 5 Minute Ferry Podcast and today we're continuing our look at the top 10 reasons people fail the driving test according to the DVSA and we're going to be looking at number 7 today which is poor positioning on the road during normal driving. As always, I'm your host Terry Cook of TC Drive and I'll be talking you through this episode if you are enjoying this show, if you're gaining knowledge and benefit from this show, make sure you share it with people, whether that's telling your friends about it, other learners, or sharing it on social media. Help spread the word, and we can help more people. But for now, let's make a start on this show. So the DVSA recently released their top 10 number of reasons people failed. And number seven is poor position on the road during normal driving. So essentially, when you're driving, you should be able to position the car correctly for your intended route that you're taking, whatever type of road that is. You should be able to position the car in the middle of the marked lanes. Again, whether that's um, a railroad, a dual carriageway, or just, a you know, uh, streets with lots of traffic in and really should only be changing lanes when necessary so there's some key things to think about and any mistakes in this area on your driving test will be marked under positioning normal driving they'll be marked under that fault on your driving test so when you get your report back if you failed or picked up minor faults for positioning normal driving it, it could be anything around those areas so some key points that the DVSA have raised I'm going to cover today. First one they mentioned was repeatedly driving too close to the curb or the centre of the road. Now if you're driving too close to the curb or the centre of the road then you're either potentially putting pedestrians at risk or putting other road users on the other side of the road at risk. Now that's the extreme answer. The extreme example, there's also the, the, the less dangerous, but still a problem example, which you could be damaging your tires. You know, if you're getting too close to the curb and scraping your tires, then, you know, that's not great. So, yes, you can potentially fail your test for that. Now, that doesn't mean you're not allowed to move towards the curb or the middle of the road if there's a specific reason to do so. It just means you need to try and keep in the middle of the lane where appropriate. So what are your reasons potentially for not doing this? Do you know where to position the car? Do you know how to get it in the middle lane? There's all sorts of different reference points you can use for, for different cars. But do you know how to keep it in the middle of the lane? You know, do you, do you have a reference point perhaps that's a certain distance from the curb? So then when the road is wider, you're naturally too close to the curb because you're keeping that reference point. Are you paying enough attention to what's so you position the road because it could be that you're making really good observations really far down the road but you're not actually paying any attention to your position and we need to get a balance there so again it's looking for the reason behind the fault not just the fault another example a dvsa gives is unnecessarily driving the right hand lane of a dual carriageway and they define this as when you drive on a dual carriageway you unnecessarily drive in the right hand lane for a considerable length of time Essentially, here in the UK, we drive on the left. Yeah, so that's the lane we want to be in unless there's a specific reason to drive on the right. So, for example, you may be overtaking. You may be in the lane that, I phrase that differently, you may, the left-hand lane may be left-turn only and you may be going ahead. You may be turning right further up. So if there's a specific reason, that's different. But if you were to come off a roundabout 
and go onto a dual carriageway and go in the right-hand lane, technically, that's not wrong. But what we should be, do, should be doing is aiming to move back over to the left where possible, as at the earliest convenience. Um, and one of the faults I see on this is that people go into the right-hand lane, potentially on a high-speed dual carriageway, 70 miles an hour, and they slow down to move back over to the left. You can imagine the problem that's going to cause. We need to get your speed up and get back across. But again, looking at the reasons behind this fault, are you aware that we should be keeping in the left-hand lane where possible? Is it a knowledge thing? Is it a case of you maybe don't know how to join the dual carriageway? So whether that's off a slip road or is it off a roundabout, whatever it is, you don't know how to use that particular thing. So therefore, why not coming off in the wrong lane? Is it a case that your checks were inappropriate and you didn't know it was safe to go into the left lane? Whatever the situation, again, the fault isn't always the fault. The fault can often be just uh, the outcome of the problem. So is the problem that you didn't know to go into the left-hand lane? Had you not read the road markings? You know, whatever it is, that's what we need to address and try and find out initially. The other example the DVSA gives is cutting across the normal road position when you go ahead at a roundabout with no lane markings. And the expanded detail on this was when you go ahead at a roundabout with no lane markings, you straight line the roundabout with no consideration for following vehicles. Straight lining means you're driving a straight line on the road rather than following the bend of a roundabout. So if you imagine there's two lanes going towards a roundabout and then two lanes on the roundabout, if you're in the left lane approaching, rather than keeping in the left lane on the roundabout, you just essentially use both and go straight over. That's what straight lining is. And that's dangerous because there could be someone outside of you. So that's that's the fault there. But again, we have to look at the reason why. Were you approaching the roundabout too fast? So were you unable to steer properly? Was it a case of you weren't paying attention to the road markings? Did you not realise that there were going to be two lanes on there? Or did you simply, again, not know or not understand that you have to keep in your lane? So there's all kinds of reasons that, that could, uh, underlying reasons for the fault there, that again, if you fail, on your test, or if you're making that mistake on lessons, we need to go back and try and dig into why. So poor position on the road during normal driving is the seventh common reason that people fail their driving test. And if you can look at this aspect of your driving on approach to your test on your lessons, and if you're making any of these mistakes, as I mentioned, have a look at the underlying causes why, because often the fault isn't the problem. The fault is the result of something else before it. So thanks for joining us today on the 5 Minute Theory Podcast. We hope you find the interviews useful. Be sure to give it a share, a follow, like, subscribe, whatever you're doing, but make sure you spread the word. And if you want to get some more theory training, you want some more help, well, we've got two options for you. You can join the, the Learner Facebook group that I run. It's primarily for my learners, but you're welcome to come in there and gain some knowledge there. And also, head over to the TC Drive website, where you can download and sign up to the theory test training course that I do. There's over 40 multiple choice videos on there that talk through all different aspects of the multiple choice questions. But for now, stay safe and drive safer.